we have always been very clear. We know that we're going to do a token sale, right? So I think many of these criticisms came in. I feel like, you know, you know, helicopters, you know, they, they fly by and they drop shit, you know, it felt, it felt that way to me. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Unchained, your no-hype resource for all things crypto. I'm your host, Laura Shin, author of The Cryptopians. I started covering crypto eight years ago, and as a senior editor at Forbes, was the first mainstream media reporter to cover cryptocurrency full-time. This is the February 2nd, 2024 episode of Unchained. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell crypto in a tax-advantaged retirement account. Enjoy significant tax advantages, 24-7 access, and the industry's lowest fees. VaultCraft is your no-code DeFi toolkit for customizing non-custodial automated yield products on any EVM chain. Join the referral program today and start earning rewards. Learn more at vaultcraft.io. Hey, Unchained listeners. As you know, it's hard keeping up with the fast-paced world of crypto, so we've got just the thing for you. Subscribe to our free Unchained daily newsletter at unchainedcrypto.substack.com. You'll get the latest crypto news and original articles from our reporters, as well as summaries of other happenings and bullet points, plus our meme of the day, all curated and written by our amazing team. It's still your no-hype resource for all things crypto, just in newsletter form. Sign up at unchainedcrypto.substack.com. Again, the URL is unchainedcrypto.substack.com. Today's guest is Miao, founder of Jupiter, a DEX aggregation protocol on Solana. Welcome, Miao. Hello. Hello, Laura. Nice to meet you. Congrats on your successful airdrop this week. It didn't seem to break anything. And um, right out of the gate, it gave your DEX aggregation protocol, Jupiter, an $800 million market cap. So explain to us what it is that Jupiter is and how it works. Okay, so Jupiter started as a DEX aggregation, right? But actually, we are we're actually a really broad platform now. Okay, we have, we have aggregation, we have limit orders, we have DCA, uh, we have perps, and, and recently we launched PAN, right? So I think uh, we are also the most used um, service on Solana. We do about, and we refer about 80% of organic volume on Solana, right? Uh, and recently, we actually also crossed, um, we also recently crossed um, Pancake and Uniswap in terms of uh, monthly active users, right, uh, wallets. So I would say that we are probably, if not the most um, used trading platform in DeFi today as well. Yeah, and then and our, our Pops platform also did 1.4 billion in volume last week. Yeah, so I think uh, we started out being a dash aggregator and don't get me wrong, we, we spent a lot of time, right, making sure that um, we do the absolute best possible routing, right, you know, and, and um, in Solana, right? Um, but we also spent, I, I think we have also grown quite a bit, you know, uh, into different products, including perps and our, our new launch pen. Um, yeah, so I think that's what we're doing. When I started and I said, you're a DEX aggregation protocol, so what would you describe Jupiter as? Oh, good question. Um, I mean, I'll just say that we're building the, the right right now, I say that we are building the best exchange in DeFi, you know, right? Basically, I think um, we have pretty much everything you need in one platform, right? Uh, we have a swap, which is the aggregation. And for aggregation, because we aggregate, right? We, we promise you best price, best user experience, and best token selection, right? That means that whatever token you want, whatever uh, token you want is there, right? And the, the best UX and the best price, right? And then we have limit orders, the limit orders, and uh, your limit orders are actually really special because you can actually place limit orders. You don't need markets for limit orders, right? And then your DCA. So this is actually great because DCA is by far the, the fan favorite, right? Right, dollar cost averaging just for 
non-traders who are listening to the show? So the, the very cool thing is that people uh, use us for like DCA um, for a lot of different things, right? For example, they buy low liquidity coins right, every hour, right? You know, um, so, so actually originally when we did it, we we're like, okay, people can use DCA to like DCA so over one month or something, right? Every day for a month. No, no, no. People don't do that, right? What people do instead, right, is that they buy um, very low liquidity coins and then they buy it like incrementally over a few minutes or like every every five minutes, right? You know, so that's what they do, you know, right? Uh, and people love it, right? Because it's, it's, it's a feature that I think uh, doesn't exist anywhere else, right? Or it's not done well anywhere else, you know, on Jupiter. And, and that's just to like reduce price slippage? Yes, precisely. precisely because, because you have a lot of things that, um, because um, for a lot of these uh, low, low liquidity coins, if you buy like uh buy five k right, it's actually uh, you will go like uh you will hit like three three percent already, you know, right? And not just that, you also sucker because you imbalance the pool and then someone take your someone up you, right? You know things like that, or someone uh fund run you, you know, many of that, right? So yeah, so you just do this here, right? You know, yeah. So um yeah, it's really cool, I think, you know, yeah. And of course, there are perps as well, virtuals, and our perps are probably I think uh definitely top few in the industry. And then if you do not consider DYDX and all the other L1s, right, um, you know, we are probably probably the top, you know, around there. So, yeah, so I think we are personally doing pretty well as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so how did you, like, I mean, you're, you know, doing all this in Solana, but as far as I understand, you've been around in crypto for a little while. <laughs> so tell us how you got into crypto and came to launch Jupiter. Uh, I, um, long story short is that uh, my, my crypto journey began, um, I met a friend in San Francisco who just mysteriously became like, was, he was just one of the like, smartest guy about Bitcoin I ever knew, right? Uh, he taught me everything I knew. It's funny because I met him, I met him at a party, right? a Dogecoin party, right, in San Francisco. And what and year then, was this? Uh, 17, no, 16, can't remember, around there, right? So long ago. Okay. But anyway, uh, long, long story short, I asked him, he asked me what do I know about Bitcoin? I said nothing, right? I asked him what he know about Bitcoin? He said nothing. <laughs> so, Turns out that one of us are lying, you know, right? <laughs> so anyway, he, he knew everything, right? So he taught me everything. He taught me everything I knew, right? It was a, it was a, it was a chance encounter, uh, but he taught me everything I knew, right? And after that, I think uh, I went to um, really advise and help out in a bunch of like projects, including portfolio, you know, uh, which obviously got bought by FTX. So I was an advisor there. And then, uh, and then after I went to, uh, I, I went to advise uh, projects like Instadat, Instadat, which is the, uh, like Kyber, Kyber, Instadat, you know, and a bunch of others. And we also started um, WBTC, right, which is the most used um, rep token. So um, WBTC was started as a collaboration between like, uh, so we did that BitGo, right? So together with BitGo and Ren, we started WBTC, right, which is obviously what the most used token today, right? Yeah. After that, at, at some point, I think uh, I wanted a, because that was all EVE, right? So before this is all EVE, right? So I think at some point, I think I wanted a new like, environment, you know, and then I came to Solana, you know? And, so, and then we started a, a, a earlier project that um, then from there we became, it was called Mercurial. And the Mercurial became, right now it became, uh, it became Mitra. And then as part of that process, we started, we started Jupiter. So that's how we ended up with two main projects under our, our studio right now. And so this week obviously was the big event with the airdrop, but I know that you guys kind of did like a sort of test run. Um, you had like the WEN token airdrop. So what was the purpose of that? Like, what did you learn from doing the WEN token airdrop that helped you prepare for this one? Oh, um, at Breakpoint last year, right? I told everybody I wanted to build a launchpad, right? Because I felt that launching new tokens is such an important part of the process. It's really important. It's really, really important, right? It's like, um, like but I also felt it was really, it, it, I didn't like the current models, you know, like everything, everything felt wrong to me, 
right? From token gated launch pads to um, the other ideal models. I, I just didn't like how they work. And then in addition, right, one of the things that uh, is very important in today's like crypto scene is airdrops, right? It's very, very important, right? Because that is like almost like the main, the main event, right? And there hasn't really been a launchpad that integrated the idea of um, airdrops into the launchpad, right? You know, and in some sense, it's very tricky right? because um, launchpads um, usually have people... Um, so, so we wanted to build a system that... So I think anyway, uh, and we had that problem too, right? So in essence, what we ended up doing was that we didn't end up trying to launch Jupe, right? We ended up trying to build a launchpad. Because think about it, right? If I launch a Jupe token without using my launchpad, right? Do will I have any credibility to ask any other project to use Jupiter as launchpad? Not possible, right? It's just not possible, you know? So I had to so I had to launch Jupe using my own launchpad. <laughs> right? Does it make sense? And then, but, but then, uh, so anyway, I was just musing, right? So I was just, I was just talking to the community about it. Or we were just on Discord, right? Because I, I spent a lot of time on Discord, right? So I was just like talking to Discord and everything and stuff. And someone just said, hey, why don't you just launch a meme coin, right? You know, for as a dry run for a jupe, right? Because there's a lot of unknowns, right? And I was like, okay, that's, that's a really fucking stupid idea, you know, right? <laughs> but then obviously me being me, if it's a stupid idea, go test it, right? So I went on Twitter and be like, hey, someone suggested that we launch a test coin. For to test the launch pad, to test the launch, just like how you know how Elon tests launch test rockets, you know, right? So if Elon can test run, launch rockets, right, why can't we, you know, test a token launch? You know, right? Think about it, you know? So long story short that is that you know we say, okay, uh, we're going to we're, we're going to launch a token before the um uh before Jupe. It, it's it's much lower, it's much more lower stakes, you know, it's much lower stakes because um, the, the token is like um obviously much less value, right? But what we can also do is that we can also technically stress test it, right? That means that we can actually, so for Jupe, the number of Jupe number of recipients is at 955k, 955k. So for this, uh, for the WAN token, uh, we add up to more than a million, right? 1.1 million or something, right? So in many ways, it was like just as technically um, stressful. It required us to really scale our RPCs, um, really scale up our RPCs, we just got infra and really get the UI right and everything, um, but in a, a much lower state context. Yeah. So that was the that was the point of it, you know? Yeah, obviously, obviously it was something, something fun as well, right? Because um, so as of now, after testing our launch system with both WAN and Jupe, I feel confident now, you know, to tell people to come use us, you know, as a launch, as launch pad, you know? So, so that was a big part of it. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So in a moment, we'll talk more about how the launch went. But first, a quick word from the sponsors who make this show possible. Did you know you can buy and sell crypto with tax benefits in an individual retirement account? iTrust Capital makes this possible. But what does this mean? When you buy crypto outside an IRA, like on an exchange, you face taxes on gains. But in an IRA, like a Roth IRA, gains can be tax-free. iTrust Capital also has some of the lowest fees in the industry and 24-7 accessibility. Start now and maximize your retirement savings with iTrust Capital. Back to my conversation with Meow. So as, you know, the day of your airdrop, the crypto community did seem impressed that, you know, nothing broke. But as I'm sure you saw, um, then there was a lot of criticism afterward about how um, people seem to think that the airdrop was beneficial to the Jupiter team. So some examples are people are pointing out that the Jupiter team sold about 
maybe 20% of the circulating supply from day one at what they consider a high valuation. Um, and the way that this worked, they're saying that the Jupiter team provided liquidity in a liquidity pool on the dynamic liquidity market maker Meteora. But pretty much for at least that first hour, the liquidity pool was basically just Jupiter selling to buyers. And mm-hmm. that, um, you know, the price that you guys had set um, was that it would reach about 70 cents as the number of tokens sold reached 250 million. And, you know, they were pointing out that you guys made this money without any vesting. So what do you say to these criticisms? Oh, I say they're right. I mean, that's how it works. Um, the, 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 but as usual, the devil is, the devil is in details, right? The important thing to understand about this pool, right, it's not, it's, it's, it's not a fundraising pool, first and foremost. Okay, it's not a fundraising pool, first and foremost. Okay, it's first and foremost a liquidity bootstrap and backstop pool. Okay, let me, let, let me explain to you. Let, okay. let me explain I mean, you. I think they're saying the net effect is that it's as if you raised $250 million. No, it's actually not 250 But first net effect, right? The first net effect. Oh, by the way, first of all, I, I, I don't actually, um, I think we should raise. I don't actually feel bad about raising at all. You know, we didn't do any OTC. We didn't do any VC rounds for, for, for Jupiter, right? And we wanted, um, and the reason we didn't do any of that is that we wanted our first sale, right? To be with the community, right? You know, that's it. We wanted it to be open market sale, right? So a total of like, so think about it, right? Your favorite, whoever criticized me, us, their favorite DeFi protocol probably sold like 20% of tokens or something, right? To a VC, right? Who vested over time. Right, we didn't do any of that or OTC tokens, whatever shit. We didn't, we didn't do any of that stuff. Right. Instead, what we did is very simple. We took two point five percent of the F, of total supply, uh, with no further people investing in Jupiter. None. Right. Two point five percent open market. Right. Right. You're talking and, about not the ones released in the airdrop, but the full ten billion that will. Yeah, eventually. yeah, yeah. So, so, so two point five percent of the so so ten so ten percent right. was in it. So ten percent was released in the airdrop. Right. And 2.5% was for, for, but by the way, I think uh, just as some context, right? Um, we announced that we we're going to do a 20% token sale last year at Breakpoint. 20%. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. And based on community feedback, we got out 10%, right? And then based on community feedback again, we got a 5%, right? And then after that, after we realized, oh shit, the price is going to be really high, right? We got down to 2.5%, right? So actually, in so actually, we have been like very clear about our intentions to do a token sale from day one, right? If you have been if you have been following any of Jupiter stuff, including the breakpoint, we have always been very, very, very clear that there's a token sale coming. We just weren't sure how to do it. Okay, that's that's, that's a okay. First thing. So initially, you were calling it a token sale. Full stop. Done. No, anyone who is anyone who is interested, check out my uh, Jupiter Breakpoint presentation, right? You know, it was, I, I presented it in Breakpoint in front of thousands of people and also in front of, in front of everybody. And I, I, I've been talking about it for months and months and months on Discord and on, on every, anywhere. Okay, I even went on, I even went on two live streams before the, the, before the talk, okay? And even, and even for when, even for when, right? I, I tweeted a handover ceremony, right? Whereby the tokens were taken out and given to the team, right? The, the obvious, the team that's running when. Right. First of mm-hmm. all, okay. So I think if if you have been following Jupiter in any way, you will know that number one, we have always been very clear. We know that we're going to do a token sale, right? So I think many of these criticisms came in. I feel like you know, you know, helicopters. You know, they, they fly by, and they drop shit. You know, it felt it felt that way to me. You know, right? So um, you feel so you feel like you were messaging that it was a token sale 
the way the mechanism of this liquidity you know, being a liquidity provider that came later after you had called it a token sale. Is that? I, I feel like um, I, first of all, I, I do uh, I do apologize, right? I do apologize. Yeah, you know, if there's any uh misunderstanding, right? I think on my end, I do feel like I have I've been signaling and communicating very very clearly all all year long that is I'm doing a token sale, right? Very clearly. I mean, you you can't get more clear than going on stage in a few thousand people and say calling a token sale. You just can't get more clear than that. Am I right? You know, right? And, and thirdly, and, and secondly, and you must understand one thing, Laura, you must really understand this thing. There is an extremely good chance that I don't actually get any money out of this, USDC out of this at all, okay? Because first and foremost, this is a backstop pool. Now, what does that mean? It means that anyone, whether you're an airdrop recipient, okay, or someone with buyer remorse, right? You can just dump into this pool for seven days. Seven days, okay? And you know what happened earlier in the day, right? People are farting it so hard, that it really just started retreating, right? It started the, the it really started draining out, right? All the way to like 54, 53 or something, you know, right? Until it started reversing back, right? You know, so that, that's, that's a very good chance, right? That it just get done nothing, you know? So the whole idea that, so first and foremost, right? The So first, so you must understand why we do not see that as a token sale pool, right? Because first and foremost, it's a backstop pool, okay? Now, that, what does that mean? It means that at any point in time, right? The juke token falls below 0.4, 40 cents, right? We get nothing. Full stop. Right? We, we get the pool. That's it. So we get tokens back. Right? You know, and the fees from the pool. Yeah. The critics are saying that, you know, since the tokens were made out of thin air, it's like the risk is, you know, just... That is, that is, that is actually a very, 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 very unfair statement to make. Guys, sorry, man. That's a really, really, really unfair statement to make. We, uh, we worked extremely hard. Okay, to create an asset that people wanted to buy. Okay, right? That a lot of people felt symbolizes DeFi to the O. Okay, you know, and we were extremely careful, okay, about every single token that got released. Okay, check out juke.research, right? Juke research, J U P R E A R dot C H. Okay, check it out, right? For really check it out. We documented, uh, we documented the whole, because we treat juke as a very valuable resource. Okay, so we documented every single step of the token minting, accountability. For example, right, all our core wallets, we can't, we, we can't actually um, uh, sign or release it. Why? Because we actually got a cust- professional custodians and three ecosystem people, right, well-known people, right? Such that like, if you want to unlock the core wallet stuff, they have to sign it, you know, right? Um, and then we are very, very close to finding the professional, professional custodian, right, for that. So I think we, we, we build a community up, the user base up, the product up, Right, for this to be a very valuable token. Okay, first and foremost, okay, okay? it's not out of thin air. Okay, it's that's very important. Okay, if it's out of thin air, why don't they do it? Right, think about it. Right, if it's out of thin air, why don't they do it? No, no, seriously, seriously, Laura, work with me. Okay, work with me. Okay, if it is really out of thin air, right, why don't they do it? Right, and make it and and set it at this price and let people buy it. No, it's not out of thin air, Laura. It's not. It's the manifestation of the years and years of commitment, effort, commitment to the ecosystem. Right, you know, and community building, ecosystem building, okay, and then resulted in the token that people wanted to buy, okay. As a result, that token had value, right, and we were very careful of protecting the value, okay. We locked everything up properly, had everything in wallets that the community can track, right, and we took a small piece of that out into out of a sale, right. And guy, and remember, there's no more vesting, right? There's there's five uh, percent for Mercurial and twenty percent for Team, right? But there's no other, there's not nothing else, okay. So we were very very careful how to use it, okay. That's it. That's all I'll say. You know? Yeah. Okay. And then, um, so there was another 
uh, criticism about, you know, as we mentioned, you were using Meteora, which was this dynamic yes. liquidity market maker uh, for the liquidity pool. And I guess on there, um, the swap fee that liquidity providers earn consists of both a base fee and a variable fee. Mm -hmm. And the variable fee is based on real-time volatility. And they're saying right. that this dynamic where the sales were mostly just all happening in one direction created a lot more volatility, which then jacked up that fee that you would earn. So what do you say to that criticism? I'll say that correct. I'll, I'll say that correct. It's actually one big, uh, again, this, this system is very new, right? So I think uh, one thing I'll say, this system is very new, okay? It's a, it's a very new system. We are we are experimenting everything, okay? Like, like guys, this is our second launch, okay? It was our first launch literally happened last, less than a week ago, by the way. Guys, just, just for some context, okay? The, the WAN launch happened four days before the Jupe launch. Four days, okay? Right? So yes, we, we do things on the fly, for sure. Okay, we learn a lot, okay? The, the WAN, for, for the WAN, the fees, the fees were high, but the, the pool was relatively small, like 3 million, right? So it went, it, it just flew through really fast, right? You know, so, so we didn't really pay attention. We didn't really think about that much, right? For the Jupe one, it went really slowly and we were able to see that. No, no, so, so, so they're right. So, so 100% right, right? If, if I would do it again, I would do it outside much lower, for sure. Right, because it actually it, it, it wasn't just a problem. It wasn't just a problem uh, with the fees. The problem was actually that uh, it really kind of hurt prices, hurt hurt the pool as well, price discovery wise. So for sure, you know, yeah. Anyway, guys, I think if anyone is trying to, but but if you are asking that question out of good intention, right? They're asking, oh, you, you can probably improve the system by doing fees. I hundred percent agree, no problem, right? But if you are insinuating you are doing it for the money, then I think our track record speaks for itself. You know, we, we spent a very, very long time. You know, I, I, I personally did a lot of projects for no money, right? Uh, and then we, we spent a lot of time in Solana making, actually making no money at all, right? You know, uh, just, just working our ass off, right? Um, yeah, so I feel like um, I, I feel like we are very clean here, you know, in terms of how we think about it, you know? So I think, um, so in summary, um, 100%. For future launches, the pool fee will be much lower, right? And then for, for this one, the pool is set ready, you know? And we just learn from it, you know? I, honestly, it really hurt us. I'll tell you the truth. This pool feeding hurt us today, hurt us yesterday, you know, because it really hurt, it really hurt the pool from breaking out, you know, it's okay, we learn, you know, as I, as I said, okay, so Laura, Laura, one last thing, it's like, I, I always tell people that, so if you look at my tweets, right, now, this is very important, okay, this is very, very important, I've always said that we're experimenting, and we will mess up, okay, and all mess up, if, and we mess up, it's my fault, okay, done, so I own it, okay, I own that the fees are too high, I own that the uh, uh, number of the systems that people wanted to use to buy the token that DCA Limit all didn't work that well. You know, I also, uh, I mean, I also own that. I also own that some of the comms were not done as well because, uh, for example, earlier, right, it's like, we, to me, it was so clear what it was, right, that when I communicated it, I communicated, okay, it's a DLMM backstop. It's the it's team-owned DLMM backstop liquidity pool. So, I, 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 and then I also, so it was hard for me to register that people might not understand that, you know, so I apologize for that, you know, right? But anyway, I think, uh, you know, I, 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 I have, I, I'll tell you, like, I, I, I mess up a lot, you know, and I learn, you know, that's how it works, you know? Yeah. But now I think, uh, but the good thing is this, after we do Juke, right? The good thing is this, everyone now, every project that uses LFG now, right? They, have, they will have this problem. The whole world will understand how it works, right? This, and then I think it's great. Yeah. All right. And so one other question is, like, I guess the plan initially was the for in the liquidity pool for the price to go up to 70 cents as um, the number of tokens sold was about 500 million. Um, but then shortly before the airdrop, I guess that got changed. So it was 250. 250. No, 250. No, no, no. But, but I saw a screenshot of before the plan was 
it would be 500 million sold for it to reach that price. But then it got changed to 250 million sold for it to reach that price. So basically, you know, you guys were selling at a, at this higher price faster. So why, why did you make that change? I mean, we keep changing things, right? I mean, like, in fact, if you look at our website, there's this entire tool, there's this entire model. It's actually on the website, actually. It's actually under lfg.juke.ag slash design, okay? Um, and you can find that. So it's, it's a tool that our intern built. It's an amazing intern, by the way. He built a tool to allow anybody to input a few parameters and output the graph and output the price rates and everything, right? So what, what we were doing is that we were actually very, very actively trying to figure out what the good system was. You know, and we actually made a decision a day before. You know, again, we do things on the, we we are quite experimental. Okay, we finished the when we finished the when thing uh last week uh last uh, last, few, uh, last week, and then we started uh we start and then we had to we did we did handover on Monday I think, and then we did juke on Wednesday. You know, right? So um yeah, it was actually pretty tight. Um anyway, what happened was that you know we we just looked at numbers and we're like, okay, you know what? Is this too much? Do I want to do this thing? Right? And then we said. Hey, it feels better to do it this way, you know. So we cut it down, you know, and then we, um, correspondingly we cut and, and then we publish the economics to reflect everything as well, you know. Yeah. So basically, it was a matter of like you know us like um um uh, looking through the numbers and thinking about it, you know. I would say if I do it again, I would say that um I was a bit too aggressive on the pricing, the 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 low low to high price, and the reason okay here here's a funny thing uh here's a funny thing did you know um. Basically, what happened right, is that uh, in, earlier, in earlier launches, I think we were very heavily criticized. Okay, the one thing to understand about this, this whole, the whole LFG, for, for, the, for the listeners who are not too familiar with LFG, right? The core concept here is open market, open market, right? That means that whether you're airdrop or you're bot or you are uh, the, the DRM pool, it opens at the same time, right? So it's, it's a very dynamic, like open, uh, open market system, Okay. And the reason is because I think there's nothing that I, I think that unlike other, uh, it's on chain, right? So anything happened, there, there's multiple pools happening everywhere, right? So, and the, the reason, and, and it's actually really important to understand that because we actually feel like that's actually the only way to do like proper, like, you know, price discovery, right? You know, everything. Because there, there'll be a lot of people dumping too, you know, right? Okay, but back to the point. So actually, uh, but in earlier launches, we were heavily criticized, right? The community was killing us, right? Because some of the early bottles, they got in at a very low price. Right, and they made like millions, right? And then the community was very, very happy about it. Okay, so if you ask me, thinking looking back, what happened was that we over, um, we over protected for that scenario, you know, right? But setting interest price a bit too high, right? So, so basically, what happened was that what happened ended up is that the max price started up, uh, ended up being like you know the the max, the, the per price, you know, and then the initial price started being a bit high as well. It's actually because you wanted to protect against like you no know, bottles being too aggressive early on, you know. But I guess uh, we got a bit carried by that, right? I think uh, if I do it again, I'll probably lower both, right? I'll lower, I'll lower 0.4 to like 0.25 and lower 0.7 to like 0.655 or something. You know, I think that'll be a good range. You know, hindsight, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And last criticism, again, we just need to go through these uh, to address some of the stuff I've seen online. Um, but critics are also pointing out that Jupiter paid itself 100 million tokens for use of its own launch pad. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, that's great because that, we're eating on dog food, right? Again, we don't, we don't get the tokens. Uh, the DAO does get, sorry, no, we, we get 25% of that. No, it, it, Laura, Laura, dog food, dog food. It's very important. Okay. Like dog fooding. Okay. Like, you know, it's a, it's a commitment. Okay. Um, if I'm going to ask other projects to pay 1%, right. And I pay, I'll pay 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%
right? Again, I don't, I don't actually, I, I get, uh, the team gets 25% of it, right? The, the most of it goes to the Juke DAO, okay? So the Juke DAO from day one gets 0.75% of WEN and 0.75% of Juke. That's nice, right? You know, it's, it's a really good incentive, right, for them to start. Again, we don't get most of it, you know, right? And we, and we, 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 we wouldn't sell a Juke anyway, you know? Like, we, wouldn't, we just wouldn't sell it, you know? So, you know, it, it's cool. You know, I think it's great. I think to anyone who criticized that, I'm like, no, I, I've been signaling that forever. Okay. I've been very, I, I, I tweeted about it like five times. Okay. So if you're going to criticize us without understanding that most of it goes to the DAO, firstly. Okay. And secondly, we're dog fooding. And thirdly, we've been, we're, I've been talking about it for a long time already. Come on, guys, give me a break. You know, start reading, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, so obviously now you, you know, overcame this major hurdle. Um, obviously, this launch was, you know, I'm sure a big deal. So what are the next plans for Jupiter? Um, I think the, the next plan for us is really to start to, um, to start to stabilize. I think right now, honestly, right now, I think everyone's like really, really tired. I think, um, I feel like, um, another, okay, anyway, I apologize for being so annoyed. Um, but I feel like, um, I feel like, uh, I, I feel like I woke up today to a lot of accusations that were um, um, based on bad faith, lack of reading, and no questioning, right? You know, there was no attempts to ask me what happened. There was no attempts to clarify, read, read through the previous things I've written. Um, no attempts to, um, you know, actually read through. Um, I mean, you're a researcher, right? You know, right? I mean, you, you know. Right before you, before you throw out um, accusations for people, you will read, right? You know, you would. I know you would, right? So I feel like um, I feel like we spend a lot of time trying to figure out a a launch system that is actually very community friendly. Again, we don't take out anything until um, the community, until the 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 airdrop dumpers and buy remorse and everyone has signed in. And also the other way, the other thing is that this system also allows buyers their confidence, right? Because having this pool here, remember, hey, Laura, remember, um, we are actually airdropping a lot of value, okay? At current, at current numbers, it's like 600 plus million value. And that means that you need a lot of buy demand, right? So buyers need to have, buyers need to have a lot of confidence, okay? And then what happens is that like, what happens is someone starts, so if the, if the price starts fluctuating like crazy, right? The buyers have no confidence to buy, you know? But what this, what this pool actually does is that it absorbs a lot of the sell demand, right? You know, from people dumping, right? That, and that's actually the reason why, despite it being such a major airdrop, you see the price, you, you see the price increasing slowly, dropping a bit and being like remarkably consistent. You know, it's because you have, because you have this pool there, right? To really buffer a lot of the, uh, a lot of the buy and sell demand, right? And honestly, I think it worked as planned. You know, it really worked as planned, right? So I'm, re- I'm really happy about that. But I feel like, Instead of trying to understand the mechanics, I, I feel like people were not interested in understanding mechanics, but they were really interested in like slender, you know, and, and that made me very, that made me very, very upset, you know, because we really, really spent a, a lot of time thinking about how to build a better launch pad, you know, I, I think, I think we're not perfect, but I think we made progress, you know, into doing so. Yeah. So, so anyway, I apologize if I came across as like being very annoyed, you know, but it has been an extremely stressful few months. And then to finish off that, with like a lot of fart and just unfounded for, for, I don't get me wrong. Certain things I did wrongly. Okay. I think I was very technical in how I described the pool. Firstly. Okay. I apologize for that. 
Okay, and I assume a lot of context because I've been saying, that, saying things in my Discord and live stream for a long time. So I apologize for that. Secondly, uh, secondly is that I understand why people might be confused because it's never seen before, right? You have never, we have, in crypto, we have never experimented before with this model before, right? Of open model, launch model, that no one, no one done it before, right? And thirdly, the price curve itself, I'll tell you, I'm actually very comfortable with, with the things. Let, 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 let me mention you why. If I have successfully delivered a token, right? That's worth this amount, right? And it has states and it has, it has been in the market and we've, we've, we've stood all the selling pressures, right? You know, for seven days, I feel very happy. I feel very happy I earned it, right? And if things go wrong, then it dips below some point, then I don't get anything, right? And I, and, and I feel extremely comfortable with that, you know, in, this, in that sense, you know? So I, I feel like... Um, so I think, uh, yeah, so I feel like, uh, and, and yeah, I, th- I think for anyone that wants to, so I, I'll, I'll say one other thing about Launchpad before I move on. Uh, we are trying to create a new model, okay? Once that does actually reward the team, you know, but also make sure the team actually stays responsible, not just for the initial pump, right? You know, but for a sustained amount of time. That's firstly, okay? We, we do actually want, so if you are a team that's looking to, um, looking to launch a token, right? You know, we want to help you raise, get the money, okay, Ken? Uh, I want, want to help you do it in a way that is like good for you because you get a community, you get everything, uh, and you do not leave your community hanging. Okay, in, in case things don't go well. Firstly, right? Yeah, and 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 that that's the and and anyone who's interested in like improving this model, right? I'm on Twitter, where I'm out, right? Uh, I'm always available on Twitter. You you see me on Twitter. I'm always available, right? If you <laughs> ask me questions, right? You know, I'm always ready to answer. Post something on my forum, right? I'll answer you. I promise you. Okay, can but don't come in bad faith. Okay, we we really worked extremely hard last two years. Okay, right, and to to do this at a time whereby we are the most vulnerable, right? You know, uh, I don't think it's good faith. Like seriously, people are just like copy and pasting random shit. You know, and I don't like that. Yeah, and I think we're gonna release a white paper before the airdrop, but that Sorry? didn't happen. When people expect that? Oh, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe um the I I, I maybe I think uh, February. I think I wanted to. I wanted to do white paper, but I think I got very caught up actually building a launchpad. So our whole team was like, trying to build a launchpad and we didn't, didn't do it. Anyway, to answer a question earlier and stuff, um, I think what, what is coming up with this, right? I think um, we are looking for really good projects, right? You know, because we have, we have a really good community distribution, right? You know, I, I think we, um, the launchpad is not perfect yet, but we are getting better, right? Even the Jupyter launch, we learn a lot of things, right? That we, help, we can do to help other projects, you know? Right, that's firstly. So we are looking for like great projects to launch on the launchpad because we think that's great because that, that, that brings so much more excitement to the community. I love it, right? Uh, and then the, the second thing that we're looking second thing to do is to obviously improve our products, right? I feel extremely happy with our sale products right now. Sort aggression, the LO, DCA, perps, right? And launchpad, right? And also gateway, right? Um, so the, the next step is really to improve those, right? So I think we have about it's just about improving those things over the next nine months, right? We don't we don't need that many new products, but it's just really about making them much better, right? Uh, and thirdly is that uh, thirdly is that we also want to invest in infra, you know, as well, you know, because um, we 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 are got, we are getting to the point whereby like okay, we do need to run a lot of our infra, you know, right? Uh, whether it's like uh, whether it's around interchange infra or whether it's around like a validated infra, you know, so we we do need to get to that point, right? And part of the reason why we want to make sure that we had capital moving to this new phase, we actually we are actually going to start into moving a more into a more like capital intense phase, you know, right? So that that's what we're going to do as well, you know, yeah. So um yeah, so those are plans. So basically, a lot more new projects, a lot more high quality projects for Launchpad. Firstly, um, secondly is that uh, to really improve our systems products. Um, thirdly is to like really um uh, have a much longer term plan for our infra, 
needs and also start contributing to the Swana like validator, uh, the the core, the the, the vertical. And and lastly, is that I think there are a number of things I really want to drive, right? You know, for example, I uh, it's it's a crazy idea, but I don't see any reason why companies like not 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 crypto companies, the actual companies, right, cannot list on chain. Right, one must they go to Nasdaq? One must they go to Singapore Stock Exchange? One must they go to Indonesia? Why can't they list on chain? Right, you know they, they can they can get much much better community, much much better funding, much better everything. You know, so I don't see why not. Right, obviously, obviously there's a longer term plan. Right, Wait, about, you're talking you talking about know, like stocks or yeah 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 like like listing right like listing like if say for example imagine you are a imagine you are a, a internet uh company right that's doing well right how do you make it possible right for you to list on chain. You know, versus going to you know like Frank or Frankfurt Stock Exchange or something, you know, right? How do we how how do we make it more compelling of it for you to do this on chain? And secondly, obviously on the flip side, right? How how do the on chain participants right know that you as a company has the right auditing, has the right is certified and all that kind of stuff, right? So that's actually um. But I think if you can bridge a gap, it'd be great, you know, because you will have like you know we we on the next frontiers of like you know like really merging the uh, uh off chain world on chain world, right? You know, like in the stock markets. You know, so that uh, and then the other thing I really want to do is to really um bring as many markets to Solana as possible. Um, because like for example, forex markets, RWA, um, all these markets, it's it's not about assets by the way. People t- people talk about assets, but assets are not important. What's important is the markets, right? Because when you have the because you have, you can have assets, but there's no market, there's pointless, right? You know. So what you need is markets, right? And then what Jupiter does is that Jupiter does a really good job, right, of like just bring all those markets together and allowing you to transact across that one transaction. Right. So basically, what I want to do is that I want to personally like really drive to like help help a lot of the companies like bring more assets, right, like forex and everything, right, into the into into network, right, and working with Cumberland and other guys, right. Um, because if that happens, then you can literally go from like a private market asset to like a a a, a meme coin, right, you know, or to to and you can do those uses to pay for uh pay for your PayPal, you know, something, you know, right. So I think the goal is to bring as many markets as possible into one network. Uh, which is Solana, right? Because when they're all in Solana, you can execute across all of them in a in an extremely cheap and fast manner. You know, and Jupiter can okay. be helping with that. Yeah. So, okay. so those are like the three. So yeah, so a, a lot of things to working on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It sounds very ambitious. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on Unchained. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Don't forget, next up is the weekly news recap. Today presented by Unchained contributor Megan Christensen. Stick around for this week in crypto after this short break. DeFi just got way easier with Volcraft, your no-code toolkit for building, deploying, and monetizing automated yield strategies in a few clicks. Forget spending months of R&D and capital when you can instantly launch your crypto fund with Vaultcraft on any EVM chain. From wallets and institutional service providers to anon DeFi degens, anyone can use Vaultcraft to supercharge their crypto. Join Vaultcraft's referral program, unite with the community, and supercharge your crypto. Details on vaultcraft.io. Thanks for tuning in to the weekly news recap. I'm Megan Christensen, a producer here at Unchained. In a major turn of events, FTX, the giant cryptocurrency exchange that filed for bankruptcy in late 2022, informed a bankruptcy judge that it will not be reviving operations. This frees FTX to commit to fully repaying its customers. The failure to restart the exchange underscores how weak its infrastructure was, that it could not find a partner willing to put in the money and effort to build upon the remains of what was once a third largest crypto exchange by volume. This move is expected to bring some relief to the numerous customers affected by FTX's collapse. 
but pegging the value of customer accounts to the date FTX filed for relief left customers complaining that a collapsing FTX drove prices down for nine days before it saw protection. Also this week, the FTX estate told Bloomberg that it had doubled the entity's cash reserves to $4.4 billion from the $2.3 billion in October. Meanwhile, a judge authorized the sale of FTX's Bahamas properties, including Sam Bankman-Fried's $40 million penthouse, as part of the exchange's bankruptcy proceedings. Lastly, in related news, Effective Ventures Foundation agreed to return about $26.8 million in donations received from FTX. Celsius Network, the cryptocurrency lending platform co-founded by Alex Mashinsky that was under Chapter 11 protection, has commenced the distribution of over $3 billion in assets to its creditors as part of its reorganization. This crucial step, confirmed by the United States Bankruptcy Court for the Southern District of New York, coincides with the emergence of Celsius from bankruptcy. In addition to the distribution, Celsius creditors are now the owners of a new Bitcoin mining company, Ionic Digital Inc., created by Celsius with mining operations managed by HUT-8. Tether Holdings Limited, the entity behind the popular stablecoin Tether, reported an unprecedented financial performance for the fourth quarter of 2023. The firm's net profits soared to $2.85 billion, a notable milestone in its operational history. This achievement was largely driven by substantial earnings from U.S. Treasury securities, contributing approximately $1 billion to the net operating profits. The remainder of the profits primarily stemmed from the appreciation of the company's Bitcoin and gold reserves. The quarter also witnessed remarkable growth in Tether's excess reserves, which climbed by $2.2 billion, reaching a total of over $5.4 billion. These excess reserves are crucial in covering the firm's outstanding unsecured loans, which stood at $4.8 billion at the year's end, thereby addressing past community concerns about potential risks associated with this aspect of Tether's portfolio. For the entire year of 2023, Tether declared a net profit of $6.2 billion. This financial strength was attributed to various sources, including $4 billion from U.S. Treasury bonds and other non-crypto investments. The firm's total assets under management included significant holdings in U.S. Treasuries, Bitcoin, gold, and venture capital investments. Bankrupt crypto lender Genesis reached a settlement agreement with the SEC regarding a civil lawsuit, Bloomberg reported Thursday afternoon. This lawsuit accused Genesis of violating securities regulations through its Gemini Earn program. Genesis, a subsidiary of Digital Currency Group, has agreed to pay a $21 million civil penalty to resolve these allegations. However, the payment of this penalty is contingent on the company's ability to fully repay its customers and other creditors in its Chapter 11 bankruptcy proceedings. The settlement, pending approval by a bankruptcy judge, addresses claims that Genesis illegally raised funds from investors via the Gemini Earn program. This program, operated in collaboration with Gemini Trust Co., offered interest payments to customers for loaning their digital assets. The SEC had argued that this constituted an offering of unregistered securities. Both Genesis and Gemini have denied any wrongdoing, asserting that the Earn program was not a security. The program has been terminated since then. German police executed one of their largest cryptocurrency seizures, confiscating over 2.1 billion euros worth of Bitcoin. This operation focused on dismantling an illegal, covert streaming service. The seizure at the scale was a major blow to digital piracy networks leveraging cryptocurrencies. Concurrently, in the UK, the police made a significant seizure of nearly 1.8 billion pounds in Bitcoin, linked to an investment fraud scheme originating in China. This operation was part of a broader investigation that stretched across international borders, 
highlighting the increased global efforts to track and seize digital assets connected to criminal activities. Binance, the largest cryptocurrency exchange in the world by volume, now permits larger traders to store assets with two external banks, possibly due to concerns arising from its recent $4.3 billion U.S. regulatory fine. This operational change comes as high-volume traders increasingly seek platforms with robust security and stability in a dynamic regulatory environment. Binance has entered into partnerships with Signum Bank and FlowBank to custody these assets. These collaborations are geared towards enhancing the access and management of cryptocurrencies for users. Signum Bank specializes in digital asset banking, while FlowBank operates as an online bank in Switzerland. On Wednesday, Ripple suffered a significant security breach, with co-founder Chris Larson confirming that his personal accounts were exploited. The hackers stole approximately $113 million. Larson's acknowledgement of the unauthorized transfers has brought attention to the security vulnerabilities even high-profile individuals in the crypto industries can face. Abracadabra.money, a decentralized platform, suffered an exploit. This security breach led to the destabilization of Magic Internet Money, causing it to lose its peg to the U.S. dollar. The exploit was executed through a series of complex transactions that manipulated the price of the collateral in the Ethereum cauldrons, ultimately leading to the unauthorized withdrawal of funds. The immediate impact of this incident was a noticeable depegging of the MIM token from its intended one-to-one parity with the U.S. dollar. MIM went as low as 0.76 before it rebounded to 0.98. Polygon Labs, the development team behind the Polygon blockchain, announced a reduction of its workforce by 19% following a period of rapid expansion during the last cryptocurrency bull run. The layoffs come as the company adjusts to the current market climate and refocuses its strategy for sustainable growth. This decision reflects a broader trend in the tech and crypto industries where companies are reassessing their growth strategies and workforce needs in response to the changing market conditions. For instance, this week, fintech giant PayPal fired nearly 2,500 employees. For the remaining employees of Polygon Labs, there was good news, however. Polygon concurrently announced that it was giving employees company-wide a 15% raise and eliminating geographic differences in pay. And that's all. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this recap, go to unchainedcrypto.substack.com. That is unchainedcrypto.substack.com and sign up for our free newsletter so that you can stay up to date with the latest in crypto. Unchained is produced by Laura Shin with help from Nelson Wang, Matt Pilchard, Juan Aronovich, Megan Gavis, Shashank, and Margaret Correa. The weekly recap was written by Juan Aronovich and edited by Jean Hee Kim. Thanks for listening. Unchained is now a part of the Coindesk Podcast Network. For the latest in digital assets, check out Markets Daily, five days a week, with host Noel Atchison. Follow the Coindesk Podcast Network for some of the best shows in crypto.